1: Yesterday in the city of Boston's plaza at City Hall, the Christian flag finally flies. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead.
2: Well, Matt, that was a historic moment, I must say, that we've fought for for several years now.
1: Going back to 2017, it was something that should have been very normal. The city of Boston created a public forum. With regards to one of their flagpoles on the City Hall Plaza, you could actually have an event on the plaza, and you could also apply to use the flagpole coterminous with your event so that you could raise your flag while you're having the event down on the plaza below.
2: Well, they raised, what, 284 other flags with no problem. For
1: 12 years, 284 flag applications, no denials, and virtually no review.
2: Right, and we're talking about other countries. You're talking about an LGBT flag, all other kinds of agendas. Pride flag, all kinds of
1: issues that they allowed to have. They actually allowed people to have competing flags. They had a pro-communist China flag, then they also had something that was opposed to communist China. Taiwan flag, didn't they? So they had all kinds of views that they allowed these private individuals to speak and have this public forum. In fact, the city policy said that it was a public forum open to all applicants. All applicants, that's their word. All applicants. Except for (laughs) Christian Viewpoints. So Hal Shirtliff, who founded Camp Constitution, which actually trains people particularly young people regarding the constitution wanted to celebrate of all things constitution day for goodness sakes in boston the of
2: all places boston cradle of
1: liberty <laughs> yeah uh, you know where john adams our first vice president second president resided in massachusetts his later um relative john quincy adams many other founders many other early american presidents the Cradle of Liberty, where we have the Boston Tea Party. That's where all this happened. And so Boston had this public forum. All these different viewpoints are welcome. Constitution Day is a federally recognized holiday. The federal law requires or requests that people recognize it. Hal sherloff wanted to recognize it. So he wanted to have an event in September. September 17, every year is when Constitution Day is actually celebrated. So it was during the week of that September 17. And he wanted to have some people dressed in costume, honoring and acknowledging the Judeo-Christian history and heritage of Boston, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and the early founders.
2: Because his camp, Constitution, teaches people about the history of our country as well as the Constitution.
1: Yeah, so he filed for an application, and on the application he said he also wanted to raise, during this one-hour event, the Christian flag. Oh, Oh, trigger word. That's Mm -mm. the problem, and so it caught the attention of the city of Boston officials, and it's the word Christian. They said amazingly, and this was so easily set up for us in that respect, it's like we could have written it this way, but we wouldn't have because it would be a no-brainer, you would think. The flag is okay. You can raise the flag. You can lower the flag. How? But the city of Boston says, how you can't do that if you call it Christian. Just change it on your application. Call it the Camp Constitution flag. Well, The city official didn't even know what the flag looked like. No, he said, but it's the word Christian on the application. It's not the flag itself. It's the application that refers to it as Christian. So if you refer to it as camp constitution flag, it's okay. But Hal says it's not a camp constitution flag. You know, you don't call the United States flag the camp constitution flag. You call it the United States flag, the flag of the United States of America. This is not Camp Constitution flag. It didn't create the flag. It's a Christian flag. That would not be true if he said that. Yeah. But if he deemed it to be Christian, it's and if he deemed it to be something other than Christian, it's okay. So they wanted to censor it because of that word and that viewpoint. We lost in the lower courts, lost at the Court of Appeals twice at both levels, for goodness sakes, then took it to the United States Supreme Court and unanimously won nine to zero.
2: It was a miraculous win, It was
1: 9-0 win. You know, those that—all this talk, by the way, this is just nonsense about Christian nationalism. I don't know anybody who's a Christian nationalist. Uh, they may love the nation, and they may be Christians. That doesn't make them a Christian national.
2: It's a trigger phrase the left is using now.
1: Well, they just don't like what happened this year at the United States Supreme Court. They don't like about the fact that Roe v. Wade's been overturned. Mm-hmm. They have a hard time with this case, though. This case says that you can actually fly a Christian flag on the city hall plaza, which we just did yesterday, by the way.
2: And you cannot censor a religious viewpoint.
1: And it's a nine-to-zero decision. Nine-to-zero. So take that and try to turn that into Christian nationalism. No, this is a free speech, right. equal opportunity, open country. to all viewpoints. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. So yesterday, what happened is uh, we had a ceremony in the city hall plaza. And where we wanted to be in 2017, before I even knew Hal Shirtliff, one of our attorneys knew the camp constitution because he went there as a little boy and now he teaches there in the summer, young people. Jonathan Alexander, he knew him, but we didn't know him. It would have been a non-event, we'd have never met Hal. But we met Hal because he was censored. 2017 is when we wanted to have this event. In 2022, we did have the event with a nine to zero decision with the wind at our backs like that. The city of Boston issued uh, entered into a consent decree. The Massachusetts federal court that ruled against us originally entered this order, and now we have a permanent injunction against the city of Boston from ever censoring religious viewpoints as it once did when it prohibited the Christian flag on its public forum flagpole. As a result, we also entered into an agreement that we would have a ceremony And we chose the date, August the 3rd. That's when Hal wanted to have this event with Camp Constitution. And so we gathered in Boston's City Hall Plaza yesterday at this event where we had the honor of celebrating the Constitution, this great 9-0 victory. And we've come full
2: circle from the moment we filed lawsuit to now raising the flag. And the
1: Christian flag (laughs) went up on the City Hall. Great victory public forum flagpole, just as it should have done back in 2017. So this is a great decision. It's also an encouragement to continue to press forward and never give up. Perseverance pays off. 2017, now we're all the way into 2022. That's five years later.
2: And, you know, it would have been easy to say, Matt, well, you know, we lost the first court. Mm, we lost the second court. You know, we should really probably give it up.
1: Well, we lost the first court, lost the second court of appeals three to zero, lost the first court again, lost the second court three to zero, but we didn't give up. That's right. On September 30, 2021, the U.S. Supreme Court decided to take our case after we requested the court to review it. I argued the case on January 18. On May the 2nd, we received this victory. And by the way, this case then became the foundational basis for the June 27 case involving Coach Kennedy because the issue was the same. Coach Kennedy could kneel on the field, and he could think secular thoughts about where he's going to order the pizza after the game, and that's okay, as long as you're talking about pizza, not God, in your mind. Oh, but he can't pray. Mm -mm. But if you're thinking about God in your mind,
2: and you're praying to God—
1: well, the school is going to have to censor that.
2: And the Supreme Court actually referred to our case in his victory as well.
1: When the court actually overruled the 1971 Lemon versus Kurtzman decision that was the problem with regards to censoring free speech, free exercise of religion, and eliminating nativity scenes and so forth, it was the Lemon test that the city of Boston used in our case as a basis for censoring this Christian viewpoint. It was the lemon test that the school, the Bremerton School District, used to censor Coach Kennedy's speech when he was kneeling down, even though it was private speech.
2: A sour uh, action on their part.
1: (laughs) It really was. And so now that's gone. The 51-year-old precedent is gone. So Mm -hmm. May 2, our decision, June 27, the Coach Kennedy case decision, which we also filed an amicus brief in, wiped out this 51 year old terrible precedent called Lemon versus Kurtzman. Free speech, free exercise of religion is alive and well. And now the Supreme Court says you have to interpret the Establishment Clause, which is the so called church state provision, according to its history and purpose, not according to this judge made after the fact ad hoc decision-making.
2: Right, and the government cannot censor religious viewpoints under the guise of government speech.
1: So this case really set the tone, and yesterday was a celebration that we had in the city of Boston, and uh, I was there along with uh, some of our attorneys, uh, Harry Mihat, Roger Gannam, Jonathan Alexander, Hal Shurtleff, and many others. Hal Shurtleff is the founder of Camp Constitution. That is a great ministry that teaches people about the Constitution and our founding history.
2: In fact, they just recently had the camp and Jonathan was there again teaching. Yeah, he this it was incredible. Yeah,
1: absolutely. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. That's lc.org forward
0: slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.